As a minister, I'm trying to find my replacement. I do that with church, and I do that with this. With this. It's always finding the next generation. We always got to think about reaching down to the next generation. So when you're out there as a Christian, and you see young people, do not be ashamed to invite them to church or to study the Bible. This is part of God's process of the older generation reaching down to the younger and repeating the process. We've been talking about destinations for the last two weeks. I, uh, I shared a, a proverb with you that the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. We, we, we covered that. We began with the, with the path principle. The direction that you're facing and going determines your destination. It doesn't matter what your intentions are. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It's actually the direction you're headed that leads you to the destination. Every choice, every path has an outcome. It has a destination. It has a consequence and it has a reward. And we said that there's a disconnect between the path we choose and our desired outcome. And there's a disconnect because we want this, but we're actually headed this way. And then we talked about a prayer that will guide us. And then we talked about just having information is just not enough. We need God. We need to acknowledge Him in all of our ways. We talked about that. And that requires the heart to be surrendered to God and His will. And today, I'm going to give you the final piece of the equation. And it's this. The things that capture our attention often influence our direction. When something captures your attention, it captures you. Looking back on my life, it's very evident. In 1993, a church service like this captured my attention. And it changed my view of church forever. In 1996, Karen Chavez captured my attention. And I haven't been the same since. You have defining moments. And you have some negative moments as well. But some people in your life, up to now, they've captured your attention that you'd wish you had never met. Because the path you were on would be totally different. Your life would be completely different. And just like opportunities, they capture our attention. And sometimes they eat up our time, and sometimes they eat up our resources. Because it captures us. It grabs us. Because attention influences direction. And there are things that capture our attention, and there are things that we must choose to give our attention to. Now, the terminology is great in America. We have great terminology. Pay attention. Give attention. And that requires effort. That requires intentionality. Because to capture your attention is highly emotional. You see something and it's emotional. You're going, I must have that. You think, you see her or see him and you go, I love her. (laughs) She captured you. She has you. I love her so much. That's the capture. That's the emotion. It just captures you. You're like, ah! I must have that. It's really John Norton shared about his son Sam. Came outside to collections just for a a meal. He saw a car. 
450 cubic engine Shelby. Sam walks right up to it like it was his. It captured him. It captures you when you're a child and it captures you when you're an adult because it's emotional. And then there's the pay or give. That's intentional. That requires focus because it's no longer emotional. Emotions aren't involved as much anymore. You have to be intentional and you have to focus on it. That's the difference. And all of us can think of things we wish we'd paid more attention to looking back. It would have changed our lives and maybe it would have turned out differently. Maybe you wish you would have gone to school and got that degree. But you chose this. You chose that path. Oh man, I should have got my master's in that. Or my bachelor's in that. Or maybe it was your character. Maybe you look back and you see your old patterns going, man, would things have turned out different if I would have knew that back then? Or maybe it's your health. You know, we can't eat, eat everything we see nowadays. As we get older, you can't do that anymore. You got away with ding-dongs and donuts when you were 12. We just can't do it anymore. I don't know about you, when I eat bad, you can see it. (laughs) There are some people that eat bad and you can never tell they do until they fall over and die at 50. Maybe it's money. Maybe you wish you would have learned how to save money early. Maybe it's spending less. Maybe it's marriage. I mean, what if your dad and mom had paid more attention to you and your family growing up? Think about the difference that would have made. Because the things that grab our attention influence our direction. And thus, our destination. Capture is often a distraction that can lead to destruction. Because it's emotional. It captures you and it can lead you down a very dark path. Choose is always a decision. Capture is a distraction. Choose is a decision that more, more, than, more than likely will lead to a desired outcome if you choose versus be captured. And currently, there are things you are or are not giving attention to at this moment that are influencing your direction of life and the lives of those you influence. So here's the question. What has grabbed, what has captured your attention? That's the key, identifying that. And how would you you choose to answer that? How would those around you choose to answer what's grabbed your attention? Because attention influences our direction. And in light of that, God has some words to us with that lens in mind. God's people were in a situation where the surrounding nations had things that could capture their attention. And God wanted to tell them, be careful not to be captured by those things. Let's take a look. In Deuteronomy chapter 7. God is telling His people at this time, they're nomadic. They're roaming around. And they're they're seeing a lot of amazing things on the outside. But God does not want them to be fascinated by the pagan ways of their neighbors. And so He says this, 
if you pay attention to these laws and are careful to follow them, then the Lord your God will keep His covenant of love with you as He swore to His forefathers. You will be blessed. He will bless you. And then David wrote this about himself because he knew his potential. He writes, direct, direct me in the path of your commands. For there I find delight. Turn my heart toward your statutes and not toward selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Preserve meaning don't let me be captured by distraction. Later on, David turns his eyes toward Bathsheba and it turned his whole life upside down. Yet he was asking God to direct me. His intention was to be directed. The actual path was different. He was captured. And so that changed his life. His son Solomon writes this in Proverbs chapter 4. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before him. Fix requires intention. Fix requires decision. You have to fix your eyes, not capture. Give careful thought to the pass up for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. Don't get distracted. Don't swerve. Fix your gaze. Be steadfast. These are intentional things. Because God knows that you'll be captured by other things. And He's trying to encourage you to be intentional about the path that you're actually on. Because everyone wants to, wants to be in the good path, but you're actually walking in the dark path. And that's the tension. That's the disconnect. And then Jesus weighs in with a word picture. I love Jesus. He says, the eye of the lamp, the eye is the lamp of the body. In other words, where the eye wanders, where your attention goes, so goes the rest of you. That's the eye of the lamp. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. If you are paying attention to the right things, the rest of you will follow. It's the word picture. Then an earlier follower, one of the writers of Jesus, earlier followers of Jesus wrote this. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. People don't intend to embrace things that lead them down to destructive paths. They drift there. You've drifted. You'll be going to the beach this summer. You'll be on Lighthouse 11. Lighthouse 11, you're in the water. Half an hour later, Life hard, Lighthouse 42? <laughs> 42 four. <laughs> and you have to race back. Because while you were having fun and playing in the water, unbeknownst to you, you drifted. And the only way not to drift is to pay attention. you got to look up. Oh, 11's still there. Hey! 11's still there. Hey! If you don't do that, you'll be on 42. 
You'll be in San Diego. (laughs) And we've all been affected by this. We have friends, we have families whose attention was captured and you saw them slowly drift down a path they would have never chosen. You know, one of the rules that we have in our house, we've had since we've been married and have children, is we don't fight in front of our kids. That's awesome intention. Last three and a half months, Karen and I have been fighting in front of the children. I would say a little longer, maybe six months. Off and on. But I didn't see it. You know who saw it? Someone else. Because when you're in it, you're in the moment, you know the fundamental rules that you're going to live by, but when you're in the trap, you do, you're the last person to see it. You don't see it. And so when they said it, I was like, you're absolutely right. And I was so grateful. It takes someone else sometimes to see the path that you're on because you can't see the path because you're drifting. Your head's down. You've been captured by something. And someone else has got to see you drifting going, Hey, hey, I've noticed a pattern here now. This is no bueno. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> you know, as parents, we live with a, with, a, with a very deep concern that something or someone will capture our kids' attention and lure them down a path that they'll regret later. Yep. And we see it early. Like, no, 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 no. That's going to lead, and we we already have worked out that 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 that. Do you want that? They're like maybe. <laughs> They're captured, but it's difficult to see in the, this in the mirror. It's really hard to see this in the mirror. So let me ask you some questions. What has captured your attention that you need to free yourself of, and does it have ne- negative implications? Is it creating a stronger and stronger emotional draw? Is it luring you down a path that you've always warned other people against? Maybe it's having nicer stuff. Hobby, work, a person, a sport, a business. It could be something good that's pulling you away from something important. What do you give your most attention to? And who do you need to give or pay attention to more? Where do you need to be more intentional? These are the questions. You know, marriage does not do well on autopilot. Go and try it if you don't believe me. That's why we have small, small house church groups. That's why we have intertwining relationships with each other. Because marriage is not, does not do good on autopilot. You know, so, you know what doesn't do well on autopilot either? Is your faith does not do well without attention. If you're not consistently feeding your faith, your faith will drift. That's why we have a first principles Bible study with all those who come and visit us in church. We do a first principles studies and we ask you to study the Bible with us. Thirdly, your relationship with God does not do well on autopilot. That's why setting aside personal time for Bible time, study, and prayer. You setting aside, you paying attention, you giving attention. 
Maybe when you first came out, you were captured like, this is awesome, and you loved it. Now you've got to pay attention to it. Now you've got to be intentional about it. Number four, your kids' faith. Faith. That's why we partner with the children's, the children's ministry and student ministries. We partner with them to, to really make your kids' class dynamic and fun and learning for them to learn about God. We help you do that. We're an add-on to that. And that's exciting for us. We're excited that our, that our high school ministry is growing. It's doing awesome. They, they, we just sent five 8th graders into ninth grade and we got six new 5th graders. Crazy. You know what doesn't do well in autopilot? Is your health. Believe me, I've tried. You have to be intentional about and educate yourself on what is good, what is not so good. You just gotta you gotta pay a little more attention. If you wanna if you, if your if your intention is to live long enough to see your grandchildren, you gotta be a little bit more intentional. If that's your if that's your path, that's my path. I gotta pay more attention. I have to go to the gym more, which I hate going to the gym. I hate doing that. I just like running around playing soccer. Yeah. Going to the gym, that's that's strange to me. And besides, everyone's bigger, better looking than me, and it's not a place I really want to be encouraged by. It's like this is not encouraging. <laughs> And, and, and when I go in there, one of the strangest things, every shirt, everyone's wearing their little brother's t-shirt. Like, what, what, is, what is this with little brother's t-shirt? Then I wore one, I looked in the mirror going, I'm not wearing this ever again. Because I, what I saw bulging out of that little brother's t-shirt was no bueno. So I wear little baggier ones now. I don't care. I got kind of caught up like, everyone's wearing tight, well that's what you do, wear tight t-shirts at the gym. Okay, I got it, I got it. Pump you up. Not good for Gio. Let's not do that. Not that good. In conclusion, something has your attention. And attention determines direction, which will affect your destination. Something has either captured your attention, or you've chosen to give something your attention. And we live in a world where it's easy to disconnect our desired destination from the actual path that we choose. It's easy to do that. And I hope you will not make that mistake. I hope by educating you on God's principles in this way will help educate you to pay attention to the most important things of life. Because when you leave these doors... Things that want to capture your attention are going to be there. It starts in your car, on the radio, what you listen to. Everything is trying to capture your attention. Then you go to Walmart, like I do. It's crazy in there. (laughs) Everything's capturing my attention at Walmart. I want this. It's only three bucks. (laughs) So pay attention to what... And to who is attempting to capture your attention. Because it may determine the direction of your life. Thank you and that concludes our service.